What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Can you help? Welcome to another episode of the Self-Helpless Podcast. I'm Taylor Tomlinson. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. And we're very excited to do a question and answer part two today. We did one for our 200th episode and we didn't get to a lot of questions that we wanted to and a lot of you seem to want a part two. So that is what we're going to be doing today. But before we get into it, do we have a quotable, Kelsey? Oh. Yes, we do. Taylor Tomlinson. Um, <laughs> this is a great quote. It's uh, one day you will tell your story of how you overcame what you went through and be someone else's survival guide. And that Ooh. is from none other than Brené Brown, who we love mm. on the show. And it was submitted by Helpster Kia. So thank you so much, Kia. That's a good one. It's mm. a really good one. Delicious. One. <laughs> love that one. So our first question is, I think I'm too comfortable being single. How do I get back in the dating scene? Um, Well, there's some obvious answers, you know, getting on an app. um, I would say try to go out to a bar or do an activity, sign up for a sports team or something where you can meet people. But obviously with COVID, that makes it hard. Um, Yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, are they they wanting to be in a relationship, but don't know how to be because they've been single for so long or does it sound like they're saying I like being single so much and I don't want to give up my freedom to be in a relationship and how do I get to a place to where I want that right because it sounds almost like they're enjoying being single it's like I'm too comfortable being single but they obviously wouldn't be asking about how to get back in the dating scene if they didn't want to be maybe you can also do some emotional work to have figuring out what you're looking for in a partner and maybe that can help guide you in figuring out how you maybe want to meet somebody. I don't know. Yeah. There is one thing I would be doing if I were single and that would be taking my dog to dog parks and walking around the neighborhood and walking around literally everywhere and going to dog events (laughs) because I had no idea how many people you meet just by walking your dog around the neighborhood because I was never single with a dog. Um, right. So when Cam and I got Maverick, it was like we went from not knowing a single person in our neighborhood to literally knowing everybody's name. And it that that has been the most organic way to meet new people and like make, you know, acquaintances than I've ever experienced yeah. as like an adult. So that has been very interesting. And um, obviously, if you know, if you don't have a dog, that's a, that's a bit different. But I would get a dog if you've been, <laughs> if you've been considering one or um, going to dog parks, because I know a lot of people, I see a lot of people just hang out at dog parks who just want to play with dogs. Really? And end up t- chatting with people like that, too. So that is kind of like a spot that I don't think a lot of people think about, but man, it is easy to meet people in dog friendly 
in dog friendly ways. So that would be my uh, hot quarantine tip. <laughs> also, nice. getting a dog, taking care of a dog might help you get ready to take care of a boyfriend or girlfriend. There you go. Good exactly. Point. Mm-hmm. Good point. Exactly. Hey, it's like your uh, your joke about. Um, is it the the joke about not being sure if you want a baby or not, and then you just like slam a sleeve of Ritz, and you're like, oh, that oh yeah. Makes it. <laughs> Oh, do I want to be married or do I just need to eat bread? Yeah. I can't remember. I'm like, when did I, when was I telling jokes? I can't even remember them now. Yeah. Laying under warm laundry, something like that. Yes. Laying under warm laundry is if, if you're single and you don't want to be a great quick fix. Yeah. Fixes most of life's problems. Yeah. Yeah. Laying under some warm laundry. <laughs> Maybe you get a pet and you're like, you know what? This is actually all I needed. Who knows? Yes. Um, this next question is what has helped you get through the day-to-day of the major transition periods in your life? Oh. Mm. Um, for me, it's been going outside and walking. If I can do an actual workout, get some cardio going, dance around, anything like that. That helps even more, but at least just getting outside and getting some fresh air, getting some perspective, that's helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I second that totally. Drinking enough water, mm-hmm. getting some sunlight on your face if you can, or fresh air if there's no sun to be seen, and yeah, some sort of exercise. All of totally. that are game changers. Yeah, yeah, even if it's like one thing, one thing that you do a day that makes you feel like you have a routine of some kind or some, you know, semblance of normalcy. Um, and then, yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of what kind of maybe mindset stuff I'm doing when I'm going through like a rough transition. I think I just, I think I just try to focus on what I can control and just try my best to let go of the rest. And, you know, I can control my environment. I can control what I'm, you know, who I'm around or what I'm watching or what I'm doing. And, that's pretty much it. Lots of deep breaths. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Lots of deep breaths. Yes. Okay. What's one tough thing to admit about yourself to others and how can you be more open about it? Oh, that's a good okay. one. That is good. Coming, coming in hot. Very hot. Can you read it one more tough time? Thing. What's a tough thing to admit about yourself to others? And how can you be more open about it? You cut out for a second there, but I think you said what's a tough thing to admit about yourself to others. Uh-huh. And how can you be more open about it? Mm. <sighs> I think for me, it's just that I, uh, I don't do confrontation. very, And if I am doing it, it's not going to be very well. <laughs> I'm going to be really nervous about it and yeah. I will avoid it at all costs. And sometimes that means that I'm not acting authentically and that's something I'm definitely working on. So it's like, yeah, that's probably what I would, I would say is like, I'm not going to be the one to initiate any kind of tough conversation, even if it needs to be had. And that's, yeah, that's definitely something. Yeah. I'm working on now that I'm getting older, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Mine would probably be uh, talking about, my perfectionism and how hard I am on myself and um, talk about how I'm, you know, trying to work to, to go easier on myself. And um, yeah, sorry. I'm like quarantine brain. I'm trying to remember the question and answer it adequately. <laughs> but yeah, I know it's been so long since we've met new people and had to you know, <laughs> I know. give them Give them like, like the, the lowdown on our personalities. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's been hard to tell someone. It's like, I haven't told anyone something new <laughs> Yeah, in yeah, a while. It's, it's so um, weird. Have you guys felt like, like that? If you're socializing, whether it's, I don't know, somebody new on, on FaceTime or whatever, Zoom or like seeing somebody that you have, I have felt like I have forgotten how to socialize and like have small talk and conversations. I'll just be like, it's weird. I feel I already felt awkward socially. And now that's like times a million because yeah, I'm yes. just not getting practice anymore. Yeah. I see you guys. Yeah. I see my family. 
I see a couple friends. I see my dog. I got it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I I think mine is um, how introverted I am. I think that's like a hard thing mm-hmm. to tell people um, because when you're getting to know people, whether it's friends or romantic partners, you like want to seem fun and outgoing. Yeah. Because that's what society has conditioned us to think is the best. Um, but you know, you, you try to like pretend you're cool and up for anything. And I'm really just not. And a lot like drains me. So I think it's in every relationship, uh, that I, I form friendship or otherwise, there's always like a moment where I have to go, look, I can't really handle this social situation for this long like I need an out or like you just go without me or even like friends of mine that are more extroverted it's it's hard sometimes because they'll get like offended if Mm -hmm. I don't see them for a while Mm -hmm. and I'm like I really want to I just I had to see you know this many people today I I'm full you know like just because just because I have four hours at the end of the day doesn't mean those are open totally. for another social engagement, even totally. if it's just like a walk or a FaceTime. Like I, I only have a certain, certain amount of juice and, and once we're dry, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Day's over. Day's over. You get a daily supply. That's it. Yeah. Daily supply. And then we reset in the morning. That's fair. It's like a popular like barbecue joint that like only makes enough for the day. And if you show up at noon, you're like, yeah, you should have interacted with me earlier. I don't know what to tell you, but I'm done for the day. (laughs) Come back at eight. We're out of ribs. Yep. Um, Okay. Next question. Why don't you know how to eat a tamale? (laughs) Well, we know who that's for. We know who that's for. That would be for me. Um, because I grew up in Spokane, I guess, and that just was not, uh, tamales were not a thing that was made abundantly available. So it's still really no excuse. I, I grew up going to Mexican restaurants. I just never ordered a tamale. So, um, late to the tamale game. I'm That's late okay. to the tamale game. We'll I don't, I don't you. know what else to tell you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next um, question. Okay. Who of you would be the last to survive in a zombie apocalypse? I feel like we've gotten a question similar to this before. People are really interested in seeing us in a zombie apocalypse. They really the last are. To survive. I mean, I feel pretty confident in saying that I would be uh, the first to go. Mm. What do you think would take you out? Oh, I mean... <laughs> A peanut, a peanut, a gust of wind. Uh, I mean, the list of things I'm allergic to, like a a condom, you know, it's right. I'm just not built for the elements like that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You're an, you gotta be inside. You're an inside lady. Yeah. I'm an inside lady. That's why me surfing uh, has been such a shock to everybody in my life. Cause that is just like not my usual way, but, um, yeah, in general, very indoorsy. Day one, we're like, there's no more mascara. Kelsey just shoots herself. In the <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't take it. <laughs> yeah. So it'd, be, so it'd be down to me and Taylor. Who do you think, yeah. who do you think would last the longest? I have no idea. Delaney, I think you just, think? just because out of the fact that hair? like, yeah, because you already live you just were saying that you wanted to go live in like a tree house or something or like live in a <laughs> hut. It's not that I don't see Taylor not being able to survive. I just mean like right. Delaney's got like that weird thing that would make her do whatever it takes, I think, to survive. I don't know. But this is a zombie apocalypse, right? Right. So our biggest yeah. threat. It's not like this isn't like hatchet. This isn't like make it into my side of the good, good reference. Hatchet. <laughs> Throwing it back to required reading elementary school. Well, it's not like, oh, we're going to go out with a backpack and try to, like, there are right. zombies. We're not starting so I a, think, we're not camping. Yeah, I think I would survive because I'm the most cutthroat and I trust the least. And so I think Delaney would get bitten because she'd be like, no, they need our help. And I'd be like, that's a fucking zombie. And she'd be gone. 
You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's that's true. About skills. If somebody was like <laughs> in between, like they were in transition from human to zombie and it was like, okay, that cut could be a zombie cut or they could have hurt themselves on a tree. I'd be like, maybe we should give them the benefit of the doubt, their strength in numbers. Yeah. And then I would get, <laughs> I would get murdered. Yeah. I and I'd be that. like, they're gone. They're gone. Yeah. And okay, then, yeah, I changed my answer. Taylor. Yeah. Taylor would, would. <laughs> I think that's, I think that, yeah. That zombie apocalypse, Taylor, Desert Island, Delaney. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Sephora makeup counter, Kelsey. Kelsey, all the way. <laughs> what an honor. <laughs> the ocean, Kelsey. Right. Hey. Yeah. Kelsey. Kelsey, ocean lady now. Under the sea. Mermaid, <laughs> if we had to be mermaids, Kelsey. Be- <laughs> yeah. I know that's, that's pushing it a little bit, but I appreciate you guys trying to throw me a bone here. um okay tay do you have a question i do if you could each break one of your bad habits what would it be and why oh man god do you have an hour i don't know i feel like i have some no there's so many um i mean looking at my phone looking at my phone yeah yeah Mm. I'm, it's an addiction. I can't get over it. Even when I'm like doing all the things in my morning routine, it's like, I'm still looking at my phone for 20 minutes. First yeah. thing. Um, I'm, mine would be stop, uh, to stop being late for a lot of things. And which actually goes hand in hand with being on my phone too much. Cause I will lose track of time scrolling, posting, doing something. And then I'm like, fuck. And just, I'm 31. There's no excuse for this. I should have a better awareness of how long it takes me to do certain things in life. Like I'll have an appointment and I'll go, Oh, I have time to like eat breakfast and shower and you know, X, Y, Z. And it's realistically, maybe I only have time to eat breakfast and then I I'm fucked and I'm late. And so I'm really, really, I would like to break that habit. It's a bad habit. Mm. I would say, I think I've been struggling right now with just staying up too late for no reason. And I I could get to bed earlier. I have been binging the shit out of Married at First Sight and I'm hooked and I need to see every episode that exists. So that's my problem. I get into the show and then I stay up until freaking 2 (laughs) a.m. when I I wake up around, you know, 7.30. So that's, you know, I could, I could, it's just, I'm blaming reality TV because now I'm very into it. And I was never a reality TV person before quarantine. And now I'm watching the fucking bachelor married at first sight, my big fat, fabulous life. I mean, you name it. I've seen it. Dr. Pimple Popper, every, all of the things I, I do not discriminate against these shows. I want all of them inside me. So that's, (laughs) that's been a problem for me. Yeah, I would agree. All all our problems are this, like, I think we share a lot of these yeah oh con- yeah Absolutely. like content we're consuming content mm-hmm. it's kind of yeah. what 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 can trace back our habit <laughs> yeah goddamn content the c word content, content, content. The fucking c word okay um, um is it me i think it's mm-hmm. oh yeah go else? go ahead go ahead doll okay where's the worst place you've crapped your pants on accident <laughs> oh my friend maddie's house when i was like five really you haven't crapped your pants since five? Oh, have you <laughs> yeah <laughs> well kelsey i know you have <laughs> kelsey it's, takes the cake on this one <laughs> of course yeah there's really sharing a story from under the age of six it doesn't really count because it's like yeah. that's what we you were doing at that age anyway it was like hitting diapers and shit i mean five is yeah. a little for diapers but we were just taking turns shitting, shitting our pants back then right yeah. Oh, I mean, where do I even begin? I, <laughs> I um, got food poisoning and shit my pants uh, while I was in the middle seat of the middle row of my family car on um, – oh, yeah. I shared this story on Middle of Somewhere. I got violent food poisoning. I was at my grandma's house. I, it was both ends on the toilet with a garbage can. And then rather than my dad just being like, hey, let's just let her stay here for the night, they are like, we're going to take her back home. And I was like an active volcano. Like there was no, I shouldn't have been transported. And so they put me, we had like a station wagon. And so it was my dad and my stepmom in the front. In the middle row, they put my stepsister, me, and my brother. So I was like in the middle, the nucleus of this bomb. And then my youngest brother right behind me in the last row. And they gave me a garbage bag to throw up in 
but there's not, you can't do anything about the back end. And it was like a 15 minute drive. And within five minutes, I felt it coming. And I just remember like through tears saying to my family, I'm really sorry, guys. I just like, just absolute nightmare. Like the whole thing running down my pant legs with all of my family surrounding me. And it was dead of winter in Spokane and all of the windows were were rolled down with like people's heads out. (laughs) It was like 15 degrees out. Horrifying. (gasps) That was that. That was in high school. And then also, was it also in high school? I, um, I shit my pants during a three on three street basketball tournament. Oh, in no. Spokane. For, it's called Hoop Fest. It's the world's largest three-on-three street basketball tournament. And it wasn't like a full shit in my pants. It was more of like a shark. But I, um, yeah, fully like in the beating hot sun on asphalt minutes before a basketball game had to like waddle to a Red Robin and had my mom drop off a new pair of panties. And she thought I like started my period. So there were a bunch of tampons in the in the bag. I was like, I'll put one of these in my asshole, to be honest. Like that would be a better, better route to go. Um, so, and then everybody knows about me shitting in a box uh, in my apartment um, a couple years ago. So yeah. Hashtag IBS. That is wow. Stories. Yeah. What a, Wow. Pick your favorite from that one, guys, because I mean, <laughs> I I think the weird I shat myself at the dinner table once. I guess that was the weirdest spot. Wow. Um, to be fair, I was I was like fifteen. To be fair, I had taken, um, gosh, whatever fluid or solution you're supposed to drink the night before a colonoscopy. I oh. had taken that, so it was expected that I was gonna be shitting all night, but I didn't realize how urgent it would feel. And so I, uh, to be honest, just thought it was going to be a fart, shat my pants at the dinner table. And I said, sorry guys, I shat my pants and I'm going to go clean this up. <laughs> and my parents were like, okay, cool. Oh my <laughs> God. Go do that. And why? I mean, you know, you could have just not tried to fart at the dinner table. That could have been preventable, but, um, no, yeah. shat myself. And that's it. That's all I can think now of. I feel left out. You're going to have to do oh. something soon, Taylor. I mean, it's not too late. Yeah. You hey, have you, time to you, shit yourself in your 20s. <laughs> Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You said that you recently, you feel like you, um, you didn't fuck up enough in like a big way. And, Mm -hmm. uh, we're just waiting with open arms for you to (laughs) shit your pants somewhere. I'm telling you. Uh, Oh, let's get a story. Guy. Let's get a story. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, God. All right. Is it my turn or Kelsey's turn? I think it's my turn. Um, have you guys ever had your birth chart read? It would be, or I would be very interested to, oh, wow. Really having quarantine brain today. I would be very interested in an astrology episode. Um, I have not had my birth chart read. Have either of you had your birth chart read? I have not. Okay. A few years ago, a friend of mine did it. Um, I can't remember what it said, though, to be honest. And yeah, astrology is on our list of episodes that we want to do. So that is something that is on our to-do list, because that would be really fun. I would like that. Somebody on to to read all of our charts. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe we haven't done that yet. I know. Yes. Sure, it's easy. We're in Los Angeles. We'll make that one a priority, because that, yeah, that would be a really good time. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a good time. Uh, what are your favorite um, movies? Oh. oh, oh shit! Your turn, Taylor. Sorry. No, 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 you already asked it. We can't, we can't put <laughs> it back movies. in our bodies. Much like the shit in Kelsey's parents' van. <laughs> Truly. Um, favorite movies. My all-time favorite movie is Ocean's Eleven, but the newer one with a good one, George Clooney and Brad Pitt. That's my favorite. Nice. I've never seen it. I gotta see it. 
Never what? seen any of the oceans. I didn't oh, see any of them. God, they're, what? So, they're so good. good. I'll put it on my, I'm going to write it down. I'm going to put it on my to-do list because I'm going to be running out of Married at First Sight very soon. So I'm going to need something. <laughs> it's so watch. good. It's one of those ones I can watch over and over and I'll notice a new thing every time because it's such a complicated plot and so many yeah. moving parts, you know, it's, ugh. I love it. Mm. And it's just fun to see a lot of movie stars in one movie. Yes. Right. Oh, the cast. That's like where they're kind of like James Bond spy type people, right? They're like con men. Yeah. I mean, okay, they're, yeah. It's, they're pulling off a, a bank robbery. Or okay, gotcha. A, yeah. It's like heist a heist film. movie. A heist, yeah. Heist movie. Okay, mm-hmm. I can get into yeah. it. All right. My favorite movie is Singing in the Rain. That's my favorite movie. So on brand. Taylor, Such I don't old think... old soul. My God, I've never seen know. Singing in the Rain. I would expect nothing <gasps> less. So good. Oh. <laughs> but you don't like musicals, huh? Man. You like can't do musicals, but it like transcends that genre because it, everyone's so fucking talented. Mm. Okay, I'll have to uh, watch it. I don't know you gotta watch it. Tell me what you think. All right, I'll put it on my list. I'm gonna put it on a post married at first sight list going. Here and it's go. funny, <laughs> and it's just like I don't know. It's just okay. great. Okay. How about you, Dell? Um, Airplane is the greatest movie of all time and I will debate it to my death. So that's my answer. It's incredible in every way. You catch new jokes every time you watch it. It's timeless. It's magical. And end of story. I gotta watch that too. <laughs> you know, yeah, I also haven't seen it. You oh my gosh. You, you know what's funny? We're having deja vu because th- we did an episode a long time ago, like well over a year ago, yeah. where we were answering some sort of questions like this, and we did go through and say our favorite movies. Yes. I, rem- I know I've heard your guys' before, and I know that I has- still have not seen either of your oh favorite movies. Oh my gosh. Movies. We need to make sure. We need- this needs to be on all of our to-do lists that we should watch each other's favorite movies, and then yeah. Yeah. reconvene. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Airplane should be first, so just heads up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, oh Tay, what do you got? Okay. Are there any signs that let you know you're going to be ghosted, despite how well the date went? Any well, the, signs that you're going to be ghosted? I mean, I, mean, I guess responses is getting shorter and shorter. And I thought, yeah. Okay, so they're asking post date that like the date yeah. went well but they are getting the sense that they might be getting like about to be getting ghosted it sounds like that yeah oh i would say the sign is they do not respond after that like, yeah they literally don't respond to a, a text i think she's asking that. or this person is asking um like leading up to if the actual drop ghost off. like oh. what can like if there are signs you can point to that go oh i think a ghost is coming but you know what that sounds like fizzling out not ghosting oh that's interesting yeah is it is it ghosting is like i feel like a a fizzle is mutual ghosting is like you think the person died because there was literally no communication after so it's like you went on a date and you said that was really nice do you want to do it again and then right. you never hear from that person again, ever. Even if you're like, right. hey, how's it going? Nope, fucking nothing. <laughs> Fizzling guess- out is like the, the re- like the responses get shorter and shorter, one word answers, and then it's just like somebody gives up and stops talking to the other person. But I, wouldn't, I don't think I would consider that a ghost. A ghost is legit like, hey, uh, let's do this again. And then you don't hear from the person, even if they're the ones that are like, I'll reach out. And then... <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. That that's is a good, good point. point. So guess, then, is it is it impossible to ghost somebody that you haven't gone on a date with yet, or is that just fizzling? Like if you're just talking to someone, I think you oh. can ghost, and someone stops. That. I think that could still be a ghost because it kind of depends if that's like if you're communicating consistently with somebody, right? So many layers to, I feel like that I reference this a lot, but like the gif with the equations, like this is one of those questions where you're like, yeah, <laughs> so many different possibilities here with, with modern dating. Yeah. I get, I still think that what they're asking though is like, can you point to signs that somebody might be about to stop interacting with you? 
I have one. And have it fizzle out. Okay. The fact that you're ans- your fact that you're asking this question is a sign. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. The, the fact yes. that you're doubting if the person is into you, just fucking move on. Yeah. If you don't feel like the um the effort is being matched, if it doesn't feel like there's a generally, you know, mutual amount of communication or initiation. Yeah. Then maybe. Maybe ghost before you get ghosted. Ghost the ghoster. Ghost the ghost. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Fast the ghosting thing is fascinating to me. I yeah, I, I regret one time I did do it and I regret it so much. It's my biggest regret in all of my fucked up dating history. Wow. Um, yeah. Which is, it, I was just, I was just, didn't want to hurt the person's feelings, but ended up probably hurting them more by just not saying, Hey, I'm just not feeling it. You know, right. it could have just taken one text of, Hey, I'm just not feeling it. Think you're great. But instead I yeah. just kind of like, I did the, I think I did the fizzle though. I didn't do the full on never right. again. Right. Well, that's the thing with dating apps. You can just unmatch somebody. Like you can Oof. just like that sounds oh, real. That sounds Bye. even more painful to just yeah. be like, <laughs> like. Oh, is that bad? Dark. That's not- <laughs> that's a thing Like thought it was gonna be good, and nope. Backing away. I mean, it's like the Homer Simpson Bush. Game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. I feel like unmatching is just like. But like, oh, that sounds really. Is painful. that harsh? That that would like get swipe lefted on be- before getting unmatched. I would say. Well, yeah, because you I, never know. You would never know. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can just be like, I guess they never saw my profile. Like you can just lie right. to yourself forever, and then you forget. <laughs> okay, so Tay, are you saying that like somebody like you match with somebody, and then they send you a message, you decide you're not interested anymore, and so you unmatch? Yeah. Oof, that's mean. <laughs> that's so mean. Just don't no. say anything. I did ignore. Yeah. Okay, but then I am. Oh, okay. I see what you like. Saying. Delete the message. Just don't. Or, I don't think you can delete the message. Just don't respond. Yeah. If don't you if you decided that you're actually not interested, and they all all they've done is literally just sent like one message, and you're like, ah, you know, I actually am not as interested as I thought. Just ghost. Just don't right. respond. Yeah, but like, right. ooh, it's just such an unnecessary like cruelty. I think I don't know. Okay, just... you might be right. <laughs> but is that? I don't know. You're right. Uh, it's so hard know to know how direct to be with people. I think because, like, if you've been, ta- I just did um, Hannah Dickinson's podcast, and she was talking about um, not getting ghosted by somebody, but like talking to someone like every day for like. Like, like FaceTiming every night for like hours for like two weeks. And then they were like, oh, my therapist said I can't be in a relationship. Just kidding. We're not. And then like blocked her on everything. Oh, and Whoa. I was like, that's horrifying. That's what I think of when I think of ghosting is like you were a thing. I, th- right. I don't think that if like someone sends you one message and then you don't respond, that's like a ghost. Right. I see. You know? Right. I agree. That's just this, like, you just ended up not being interested enough to want to participate and engage in that conversation. Yeah. Um, But it's the same, like, you not responding is the same effect as unmatching without it being so, like, you know, like, (laughs) they, because they will receive the message either way. If you don't respond... They're not going to keep. Oh, they get well, they might. Which, Sometimes which, people do. Sometimes people do, which is like, you know, that's going to be a problem either way. But right. hmm. I would, here's the thing. If somebody sends you a message, you decide you're not into them, so you don't respond. If they send you another one or like continue to, then I would unmatch. Because then it's there like, okay, go. they're not getting it. But yeah, I don't know. That's just my personal opinion. You do, you do you. Do you, do you say I'm not, I'm not interested or do you just stop responding? If there's been a, there have been some times where I've hit yes on somebody um, on the app. And then once we match, I kind of like look at their profile again and kind of go, I'm like, eh, eh, maybe I, I'm actually not really interested. Or if they, their opening message is like weird or just clearly something I wouldn't be into. 
right. then I just don't respond. Yeah. And there's, okay. <laughs> I don't know if I've shared this on here, but there was one guy who sent just like such a weird opening message that was like way too um, familiar, like just right off the bat being like, so here's what I'm thinking for our date. We're going to do this, this, this. And like, I don't know. It was, it was very weird. And I just didn't respond. And then he, the next, wasn't the next day said, so you're not a big talker. I like that. And I was just like, oh, oh just stop. Oh, like, that's gross. That okay. is gross. Oh, match. The first thing you said, I was like, that's kind of cute and fun. Like the, this is what I'm thinking for our date. Like, I think that's kind of like, a fun way to kick it off, which is so funny because I texted Kelsey the other night and I was like, oh, can you imagine if someone just writes, how was your weekend? And Kelsey's <laughs> like, that's nice. And I was like, is it? <laughs> I feel like. I feel like an opening message to you, Tay, has to like really have a lot of acrobatics to it for well, you to be like, okay, this is somebody who's like going to be engaging enough, you know, I just, I don't know. I mean, that's not true. There have been people who, who just said, Hey, or how was your weekend? And I don't think that's a bad thing, but there's some time where you're just like, I don't know. I just, I there's hate a, being a comedian so much. Everyone's oh so boring. <laughs> well, and the pressure that I feel like a lot of dudes put on themselves when they find out oh, yeah. that we're comedians, some dudes have sent like just the worst opening jokes like knock knock jokes and you're just like just no it's just talk to me in a regular yeah. way but I mean yeah. I have a question for you I mean this is a lot and <laughs> whatever who gives a fuck it's a question and answer podcast okay. I have questions how about that? okay I'm submitting a question okay. um if if somebody I guess your profile says you're a comedian right Kelsey mm-hmm okay Delaney, when you were on dating apps, did you put that you were a comedian? No. Did you put any pictures of you doing stand-up? Uh, yes. I would put oh, one, okay. picture, one picture of me doing stand-up so they know it was some kind of part of my life. But maybe they also maybe thought I was a singer or something. Right? I, tried, I tried not to. Um, I think... I think I would put worked in entertainment or something. That, but I'm, I was on a different app than what you guys are on. Or I would put whatever my day job was. Okay. Because I got really annoyed with the comedian one-liner shit. Tell me right. a joke. Are you funny? Yeah. What's your shtick? Here's a joke. How about... No. I right. got tired. Yeah. So I just kind of did something else at some point. But I, I think at the beginning, I, I, may, I may have. But I don't really remember. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Taylor and I were discussing what if it's better to make that not abundantly happy. clear that we're comedians mm. or not. But I, this is just, again, a personal preference. I appreciate if somebody sends a message that is like that they've looked at my profile and it's not some generic opener or like their go to whatever. Right. If somebody really. asks me a question about foosball, or about yeah. stand up. I love that because it feels like they are like that they actually care. They're not just there was some um video going viral on TikTok today that a guy was like, This is my opening line on Tinder that works 10 out of 10. And he screenshotted him sending this opening message and the girl's response. And he screenshot probably like 25 of them, and oh. every girl loved it. And his opening line was, um, I'm about to go to Whole Foods. Um, what do you want me to get you? That's Aziz Ansari's uh, joke. No way. That oh, guy really? stole Aziz Ansari's joke. Yeah. Of course. Oh, fucking TikTok. Shit. But yeah, that's, that's and girls wow. love that shit. But to me, if somebody said that to me, I would know that that's a line. And I'd be like, Ugh. yeah, yeah it's a course. copy and paster. You got to yeah. make it personal. If you want any responses that are good, make it personal. It takes about 20 seconds to look at their profile and figure out how you can ask something one line that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I, I had a thing where I looked somebody up on Instagram that I had matched with and they already followed me and they didn't say 
that they followed me already. Like they said oh. nothing about like, and I thought that was weird. They were letting on that they knew who you were. Yeah. Basically. And I thought that was pretty weird. Okay. Cause I don't, I'm not like, not everybody knows who I am. You know what I mean? But there are people and look, I've been on dating apps for two days and I'll probably delete them tomorrow. But <laughs> I, I, there are people who do like send messages that are like, if this is real, then, Hey, I liked your special or whatever. And right. that kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah, just like be, just be upfront about it. Don't be weird. Right. Because like, I've, I also had like, uh, one of my, one of my siblings like had a friend tell them that like their boss was saying they matched with me or something. And I was like, so people just know, but oh. they don't say anything oh, how and you just go, Oh, cool. Great. This person doesn't know. That's awesome. Like it's so oh, like, yeah. and if I put, I didn't, like, I don't know. It's, I think it's weird to be like, want to get dinner? And I'm like, and like, how was your weekend? And it's like, you know, you saw my story. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, actually somebody I ended up dating from a dating app had seen me at, he had seen me do stand up like uh, six months to a year before we started dating. And then it wasn't until like, I don't know, a month or two of dating. They said, by the way, I knew that you, I knew who you were before we met I'm like which oh. was weird right interesting so you saw you saw me doing uh cousin fucking jokes and you were still like yep sign me <laughs> up weird it's <laughs> a good man right there yeah Tay you and I were speaking about this on the phone that <sighs> it's hard because of course statistically there's what however many seven billion people on the planet but you do have such a huge following now that statistically, like, it's not going to be that uncommon for people that match with you to know who you are. Yeah. Right. I would say more people probably know than, than don't, especially if they're on the app that you're on. With like, yeah, entertainment young industry people. people. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, that, I mean. That's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the entertainment dating app, I don't like. I'm just like whatever it's also I think dating apps are a great time this person I'm hoping to get back to the original question I hope you didn't get ghosted um but right. if you did they did you a favor because who wants yeah. somebody who would ghost you um right. and clearly they just weren't feeling it and it's nothing about you um right. here's what I will say to this person who's worried about getting ghosted or anybody who's like I got ghosted and it sucks um I've stopped responding to people uh that I thought were objectively attractive or cool but I just like didn't want to talk anymore or like like I I'm not on dating apps because I want to be in a relationship right now like at all so everybody yeah. has their own reasons for you know being on an app or going on a date with you or whatever and it's not always a reflection of you that they're not interested Absolutely. Right. And you cut out for a second, but I think you said that you, there are times where you haven't responded to somebody who you felt was yeah. objectively attractive. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Right. It just cut out for that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, shall we move on to the next question? Yes. Um, yeah. This is the last one on our little page here. Um, any outdoor girls night ideas besides backyard drinks? It's <laughs> mm. a good question and hard during. We would go roller skating together. Yeah, roller skating, long walks. Yeah, beach. beach. Yeah, beach, park, hiking trail. Yeah, get some takeout food, go to a park. Yep, yep, take Draw out with park. chalk on a sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dog park, bike ride. Yeah. Love it. Um, yeah, that's good, right? Yeah. yeah hey, do you have like one more question or something? Yeah, I mean, best idea for a first date. Oh, here's let's give our COVID answer and our non-COVID answer. <laughs> yeah, good thinking. Um, I love playing sports so much and any sort of activity that's not just like only sitting and talking. Although I do love a good dinner date, but um, yeah, anything like whether it's going and shooting hoops throwing a frisbee, like anything like that, that's a little bit more um, 
fun and you're doing something together. I like stuff like that. And you can do a lot of that during COVID, actually, if you find an outdoor safe COVID space to do it in. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like a I like a coffee and a walk. I like I think first date and you know, this isn't super romantic, but I think a good first date is one that you can end quickly or after a long time. I mm, think mm-hmm. flexibility is important on a first date. That's why when people are like, oh, I hate a movie. You can't even talk. It's like, yeah, that's the point. If you aren't hitting it off, there's a movie. Yeah. And then if you do hit it off, you can talk about the you movie. Keep going. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But that's why I just like coffee and a walk because it's, it's quick. I know that's not a lot of... Uh, it's not a lot of planning. So maybe dinner. Yeah. Whatever. I love, I love a dinner date. That's a good, especially in the beginning to like get to know each other and talk and stuff like that. Yeah. The, uh, coffee or a drink or a dessert is, was always my go-to first date for Taylor's reasons that she just mentioned. I need, I need to, I need to be able to go if I'm not feeling it and I can get yeah. out of there in about 45 minutes if needed. Um, and then if it's going well, there's opportunity to keep things going. Like, Hey, do you want to go for a walk? Do you want to like grab food over here? Do you want to go do this thing? Um, so I like that. And then or if it's like a first date with somebody that you know that you like, like maybe you met them somewhere already and then they asked you out or whatever, that would be uh, like dinner outside somewhere, preferably with like some kind of nice view would be great. And then a nice like walk after. So you can make right. it. <laughs> so you can make it. <laughs> you can make it out. While you're yeah. walking. And if bars are open, I love a good place that has like bar sports and stuff again games that whole thing i just think it's super fun so fun i would love dog park really and a fun. hot tea mm, love it you Ooh, are dog a park and a thousand hot years tea. <laughs> so good that's a really good one um yes all right you guys thank you so much for uh for submitting your questions taylor had to duck out to a meeting real quick but um delaney and i are going to wrap the show up so del do you have an itunes review yes this is from is it Anissa Arine 95? Oh, shit. I'm, I'm so sorry. A-N-I-S-S-A-R-E-N-A-E-9-5. Anissa Renee. Anissa Renee. Okay, great. That sounds, that sounds right. Okay. <laughs> Anissa Renee says, Queens, never have I ever written a review, but here I am. If I was on a TV show, it would be true life. I'm addicted to self-help. <laughs> Oh, that is funny. I thought I was addicted to Bad Bunny, but I find myself choosing to listen to you guys over him lately. Oh, I've never heard of that. I'm going to check that out. You're welcome. <laughs> Anyways, thank you. Thank you for being transparent, vulnerable, and funny. Duh. My goal for 2021 is to start a podcast because I feel I have a lot to offer this world and I think I'm pretty funny and you guys have motivated me so much more. Thank you so much for taking time out of your lives to be friends with all of us. I appreciate y'all more than you know. Um, that's oh, so nice. Yes. That's so sweet. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much for leaving that review. That was a yeah. very thoughtful and long very, review. Very, very thoughtful. Very appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, congrats on the launch of your podcast if it's if it's in the in the process. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, sh- do you want to do segments? You want to wrap it up? Uh uh, the only thing I got is I've been using an app that I have found enjoyable called Noom. Have you heard of it? N-O-O-M. I have heard of it, but remind me what it does. It's basically, okay, so basically, uh, now that I have a wedding date, first of all, I realized I, like, I gained the quarantine 15, literally, <laughs> which is fine. I Listen, I enjoyed every pound of it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I have, <laughs> now that we have like a, an elopement date, I'm like, oh, I want to start, you know, you know, eating a certain way and maybe doing some pushups and stuff every once in a while. And so I've been yeah. using the Noom app and you can like, I don't know, log your food and all, like your, all that kind of stuff. But it's really, um, it's really all about like psychology, like your behavior. So I think it's just good know. for just a building, building a habit. Um, I've never done an app like that before and I didn't really know what to expect. And it's actually something I'm I actually am sticking with and I'm going back to every day versus like 
to be honest, like most fitness apps or something, if I try it, I might do it once or twice and then I fall off. Yeah. I haven't fallen off on this. I think it's super well done. And I feel like, um, you know, if our listeners are obviously interested in mindset and self-improvement and all that, it's definitely cool. We're not sponsored by them by any means, but I'm kind of blown away by how much I like it and how much it's helping me and, and working with some of my habits. So it's cool. That's awesome. Very, very cool, man. Um, all right. Well, we, uh, we hope that you listeners have a great week and stay healthy and safe and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to self helpless. We really appreciate it and would love anything you can do to help the show grow and get the word out. So if you could leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, that helps us move up the iTunes charts. If you can tell a friend, a coworker, a family member, anybody that you think would love the podcast, you can also screenshot an episode and share it in your Instagram, in your Instagram stories, anything helps. Also, if you want more of the show, if you want bonus episodes, if you want to be able to be more interactive and help choose podcast topics, you can go to patreon.com slash self-helpless and join there. You guys can follow me on Instagram at Kelsey Cook Comedy, on Twitter at Kelsey Cook. You can go to my website, KelseyCook.com, which has links to my online makeup course. You can listen to my album, Savor It, on Spotify and iTunes, and you can watch my foosball web series on YouTube called Wrists of Fury. How about you guys? Where can people find you? You can follow me at Taylor Tomlinson on Instagram and Twitter. My website is ttomcomedy.com. And you can watch my one-hour special streaming on Netflix right now called Quarter Life Crisis. Awesome. And you can find me at DelaneyFisher.com. That's where you'll find information about my one-to-one consulting and my online courses. So basically, if you're a business owner, podcaster, or comedian, uh, and you're looking to either start those things or grow those things, you can reach out to me for more information. I also have an email list at DelaneyFisher.com where I share my favorite tools, tips, treats, and free shit. And then we just want to say a big special thank you to our wonderful editor, Emma Erdbrink, and our fantastic associate producer, Humaira Nawaz. And you can find everything that we all just mentioned at selfhelplesspodcast.com. Can you tell, can you tell?